This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. So why do you want to learn a new language? I'll tell you why. Because donde esta el baño can be a very important question at times. You know, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. Fast-track your language acquisition with immersive lessons designed to teach you to pick up languages in a natural way. I love the fact that I can go from my laptop to my phone to pretty much anywhere and learn the language of my choice. Not to mention I'm bringing my communication skills to new heights. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a limited time, Star Talk Radio listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash StarTalk. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash StarTalk today. From the American Museum of Natural History in New York City and beaming out across all of space and time, this is Star Talk, where science and pop culture collide. This is Star Talk. I'm your host, Neil deGrasse Tyson, your personal astrophysicist, and this is a Cosmic Queries edition on science in pop fiction. Ooh, what does that mean? I got my resident geek-in-chief with me, Charles Liu. Charles, welcome back to Star Talk. What a pleasure You're like to such be a here. regular on this show. <laughs> because <laughs> there's certain you. categories of expertise that you just plug that hole, and we just sit back and enjoy. I live to serve. Thank oh, you for having there me. There he goes. And <laughs> Chuck Nice. That's right. As always, dude. That's right. Always a pleasure to be here, man. All right. So, you got, we solicited questions. We have science in pop fiction. In pop fiction. So, it's pop, movies, pop fiction's what? television, uh, you know, maybe comic books. So, it could be superheroes. Uh, it could be superheroes. could be just sci-fi. Could be sci-fi. Sci-fi. Fantasy, right? All of the above, yeah. right? I think whoever's of, putting science in their fiction, we're going to talk about. That's it. right. Okay, that's right. I think of pop fiction as the kind of fiction that you would watch while eating popcorn. Okay, so pretty much anything else. Pop fiction, pop, pop fiction, popcorn, so popcorn. Okay. Yeah. Works for me. Okay. <laughs> all right. That's right, so a Chuck. What do you have? All right. You can call me Charles if you'd like. <laughs> Okay. And you can call me Chuck. Yeah. We're interchangeable. <laughs> but you were Chuck, Chuck in college, yeah. right? Yes. You were Chuck in college? I'm still Chuck now. By the way, I was Chuck in high school. Awesome. Yes, I was. Yeah. How were you Chuck in high school? I hung out with a couple of friends who noticed that I was always jovial and I... Who, Peppermint uh, Patty? No, it was... Hell? <laughs> Pink Pen? No, it was... It was they noticed that I, that I chuckled a lot. And so oh. they had their own nickname for me that no one else had. And it was Chuck, which was short for Chuckles. Oh, how cute. Yeah. And th it ended after high school. All right, Aww. cool. Not well, that I Chad. didn't stop laughing, but no one really cared. Right, right. Wow. And, yeah. and then you became Dr. Hibbert. 
<laughs> so we really have three Chucks. We're, we're Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. Mm -hmm. How much wood could a wood Chuck, Chuck? All right, here we go. This, uh, we always start with a Patreon patron because they support us financially. Mm. And uh, we're whores. So uh, this is from... <laughs> <laughs> this right. is from Mike Walterich uh, on Patreon. And this is what he says. On shows like the Orville and many others, they often communicate with people light years away. They never explain how they do it. Maybe there's a wire that passes through a tiny wormhole to connect Earth. Uh, what I'm wondering, though, is if they were able to reliably share the same sense of time for the duration of their conversation, would one of them sound like a chipmunk <laughs> and the other sound like they're in slow motion? What other weird effects might occur? That's a great That's question. That's a really great question. Because, you know, we're so distracted by, well, that wouldn't make noise in the vacuum of space. Right. And this person's thinking deep. Yes, he is. About Good. conversations. We have this issue with communicating with the Mars rover. Right. The Mars rover. What's be, the delay on the Mars it's rover? It's on average about 20 minutes. So, is it, so you, you're just hello? Like, watch, watch out for the cliff, and it's right. too late. So you got to make sure. <laughs> watch out for the cliff. Jesus. <laughs> That's why the, the rovers all have some kind of AI on them to right. know where they're headed and and how dangerous it might be, right. regardless of what command we give them. Yeah, you because we're it's like being it's like having a lousy parent at the <laughs> playground. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so let's say so clearly they're communicating with people much farther away than just Earth to Mars. Right. So I'm thinking it's gotta be some wormhole uh, channel. Uh, Charles, you got a, an opinion about that? In Star Trek specifically, there is this construct called subspace, subspace. Yeah. which transcends regular space and time. And basically anything that happens in subspace, you can just assume works just as if you and I were next door to each other or in the same room. In real time. Yes. But that completely doesn't affect the entire rest of space and time. It's really a, it's a false, convenient. entertaining, convenient construct. It'd be cool if that were the thing, right? Yeah. It? Right. right, it would. And perhaps someday that will be discovered. But if that were the case... Wait, 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 wait. wait. So, uh, <laughs> so Verizon Fios, eat your heart out. Right? Right. Okay. <laughs> the, the problem, of course, is that if you can have this transluminal communication, you really mess up causality. Mm. You can really have an issue, like let's say I somehow am magically able to tell that Mars rover, watch out for the cliff, in instantaneous time. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the signal where somebody else is watching that rover, it takes 20 minutes for us to see that that rover avoided the cliff. And so you're really turning into a strange opportunity to twist what's causing what, who's causing things, and, and all of physics starts to break down under those circumstances. So, so superluminal communication or faster than light communication right. is approximately as challenging as faster than light travel, travel to our ability to understand how physics works. And, but, and in fact, this is just the movement of information yeah. has tremendous consequences very, if very not done so. according to the universe in, in which we have laid down our laws of right. physics. Right. But the, is there a coherent set of laws of physics that will allow superluminal communication and not mess things up? At the moment, no. So let's say for- We're waiting for someone else to be born 
Pretty uh, much. Einstein Jr. Einstein 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 take us to all right. Take us to the next step. <laughs> little little That's right. Einstein. That's right. right. <laughs> yeah. Well, so the comments about whether or not you sound like a chipmunk or you talk really slowly mm-hmm. is at low frequency. Yes, you, is you valid. Can speak slowly at a high frequency. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you can speak slowly at a high frequency. Sorry. The idea is. You know, my favorite scene ever <laughs> was in was in um, uh, in what's that Riding Hood movie? Little Red Riding Hood movie. Uh, uh, hoodwinked. 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 The chipmunk. No one understood the chipmunk. Uh, the chipmunk right. said, and you just think, oh, it's being a cute little chipmunk. Right. And then the detective says, I think I know what's going on here. He records <laughs> the chipmunk, and then, then plays it back in it slow motion, uh, right. plays it back, and it says, I was witness to <laughs> <What happened? laughs> it's, this, it's this slow, deliberate, low frequency voice that's the, cool. translating the, the chipmunk. But, right. So that kind of uh, effect is what we call the Doppler effect, right. right? Especially the Doppler effect for sound. And Neil, you and I understand that very well. Uh, just when we're out on the streets in New York and the ambulance goes by or something like that. Right? No, they go the by too slowly to have any Doppler effect at all. That, well, in New York they do. Yeah. In rush hour. Fact, it's the one in stuck Times in Square. traffic. Right, right. Right. I always no feel, Doppler effect. If every time I see an ambulance in New York, I'm like, that guy's dead. <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's like sitting at a light for 20 minutes. Woo! Woo! It's behind you. Yeah, nobody knows right. how to move. And nobody's moving and it's trapped on the street. It's just... All oh, right, sorry. Go ahead. You need yeah. a drones to carry these folks. Yeah. Right, so if you're going through a wormhole, you're not having these Doppler effects. That's and right. So you're not going to have frequency dynamic, changes or right. anything. If you're close to a black hole, you know, sort of like in the movie Interstellar, uh, you do have things change in terms of light and sound and those kinds of things. But in order to to really predict what's happening in terms of sub, uh, uh, superluminal communications, I think we are well beyond uh, normal science as we understand it now. Mm-hmm, and and mm-hmm. like the Orville, we're totally in fiction. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Hey, Next Mike, one. what a great question, man. Way to go. All right, let's go to uh, Chris Mangrum from Facebook. So we're done with the Patreon. Yeah, okay. for now. For okay. now, we'll get back to him. You know, <laughs> get back to him. I don't want to. I don't want to be that much of a whore. You know, <laughs> buy me dinner first. No, um, <laughs> come on, man. Here we go. Uh, this is Chris Mangrum who, from Facebook, who says, "Have you ever watched a superhero sci-fi movie that hadn't made you cringe? And if so, what was it? I think that let's frame that positively." Is there a superhero or sci-fi movie that you have watched and appreciated the amount of science that was built in and the uh, the level of science accuracy? Mm. So oh, that's boy. that's really what this. I think, yeah. Chris, yeah, that's right, really yeah. what you're, you're saying. Right. You, you just put a positive. Yeah, spin I'm putting on the same I'm putting question. a positive mm-hmm. in a positive frame. Yeah. Um, let, well, let's trade off. You're, okay. Give me a movie, and I'll give you a movie, and we'll just and we'll go down the list. Okay. Until we until we cry. All right. <laughs> in, in terms of movies, superhero movies that maybe we can do like how long did it take before I started to cringe or okay. something like that. Okay. Right? Um, the movie that made me cringe least. Least. It was interesting. The 1966 Batman movie. 
The original no, Batman? Original no, Batman no, no, that's the one we had shark repellent in a spray that's can. Right. That was no, also, that's is no. that the one wait, where, no. they, where they all became yes. powder? Yes. yes. And then the they used in the heavy United Nations. Yep. They used heavy yep. water to bring them back? <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> and they went... And they're identical to each other except they're speaking each other's languages. Right. Which, by the way, is almost as believable as the Tower of Babel. Anyway, go ahead. The reason I did not cringe at that one is because Wait, wait, wait. What fraction of our audience even have seen that movie? Well, you didn't ask me you gotta that be like question. 80 years old to have seen no, that no no like the, i know that on college campuses on many college okay. campuses there's the annual watching of the batman movie. gotcha okay okay right. so holy the, aarp batman. <laughs> 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 yeah, okay wheel me closer <laughs> to the screen <laughs> robin but, i do believe that man stole my walker <laughs> wait, wait, but, so so my so my cringing uh -huh. was okay i even allowed there to have been Shark repellent in a spray can. Yes. Okay, this is pre. But there was bat manta repellent and there was wait, wait, bat, wait. So eel repellent, my, whatever it was. Here's my thing. Mm -hmm. My issue was how big is his utility belt <laughs> to just always happen to have the, shark repellent? He didn't have the bat shark repellent on him at that time. It was in the vehicle, it was in the bat copter. And the shark was attached to the Batman's leg as he was coming up on the rope ladder. And he said, quick, Robin, hand me the bat shark repellent. <laughs> and so from the right. cabinet that had the bat shark repellent, bat manta ray repellent, right. bat whatever repellent. Oh, a repellent for the each kind of yes, bad, right, right. bad aquatic. Uh, it's like a spice rack of repellents. <laughs> and he grabbed the thing and then sprayed it and then they fell down and then exploded. Okay, I thought it, right. it came from his okay. utility belt. Okay, right. so now explain. So the reason it wasn't cringeworthy for me is because I knew that it was totally Campy. goofy to begin with, right? Okay. And in a sense, I prefer movies of that genre that don't take themselves too seriously. Like Mars Attacks. Yes, if they're obviously well, well, messed go. up, then I don't really <laughs> worry too much about how they, what <laughs> bothers me, <laughs> Yeah, that's Mars Attacks. I'm sorry. Was that really? That's I, Mars, Mars Attacks. attacks. I, I, the, the, the elephant, yeah, the, the aliens just say act, act, and they act, were destroyed act. only by Oh, should we spoil the movie? I don't, I'm, you know, I don't know if you should do that. No, let's not spoil the movie, yeah, but it know. turns out something completely... You're worried about spoiling Mars Attacks. Yeah, something completely unexpected okay. saves the world. Now the kids have something to go look at. <laughs> Mars, we, go okay. look at it, so, kids. So, right. Mars so, so in that vein, right. my movie where I just said, okay, I am leaving all... Reality behind reality good, no matter what. Was Suspending all disbelief. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Yes! Attack, Attack of, of the Killer, killer Tomatoes! tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. okay, so the tomatoes just jumping and smothering people, yes. and I said, "Okay." Oh my God! Yeah. I'm dying by deliciousness. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, "Okay, I'll give it to them." Right. right? And uh, but my only regret is I still don't know if you're a fruit or a vegetable. <laughs> 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 yep. All right. Same kind of genre. Okay, for current. Actual, say, mm -hmm. Marvel, DC, actual Disney, for, whatever. For real superhero. Right. For, for, for real. Current, for current universe superhero things, yeah. the thing, the least cringeworthy sci-fi uh, superhero movie that I've actually seen is Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Ooh. And the reason that doesn't cringe me. Yeah. Is that a verb to cringe? You just made to, it one. Uh, to, an active verb. I mean, I cringe, but like to cringe somebody. You made it an active verb. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. The reason it doesn't is because it's all magic. Because the premise of the movie is that none it's, of this is science anyway. Or as say yeah, Reed Richards, right, yeah. as yeah, Reed Richards okay. would say on his, you know, the Fantastic Four comic mm -hmm. series, he, he regularly would say, 
I acknowledge now the, the comic series. Well, that is the series. only real okay, okay, series. Fine, okay, fine. this cinematic universe stuff, it's that's just, all it's, well it's and good. It's icing on a cake it's all that well was baked good. in that's the right. comics. We know okay. what the canon mm -hmm. actually comes from. Yes, he acknowledges. He's like the greatest scientist in the world, right? Mm -hmm. But he says, I acknowledge that science, uh, that magic is a science I do not yet understand. He did say that. That's right. Yes. Uh -huh. And so as a result. So did Princess Bubblegum, by the way. I'm sorry. Really? Yeah. In what movie was that? Well, it's not a movie. It's a series. Oh. It's called Adventure Time. But... Oh, yes. Yeah. Is that the one where they don't have elbows? Yeah, that's Adventure Time. They don't, yeah. yeah. They yeah. have, like, little noodle arms. Noodle arms. <laughs> like, noodle arms, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. but she said, so all she says is basically science, I mean, magic is just science unexplained. Mm. Mm. Or yeah. science you and, don't understand. And, of course, as Arthur C. Clarke said, right? Yes. Any, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from, from science. Oh, from magic. So, no, from science. No. Is any indistinguishable, any, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable, indistinguishable from, from magic. magic. Yes. Good. Magic. Now, I, I don't mean to boast. Ooh. Okay, you can line up for autographs later. Okay. <laughs> but I have a cameo in Sharknado 6. Excellent. And I you get play eaten? Merlin. Oh, wait, I can't tell you. I play oh, Merlin. Ooh. Oh, this is a... Uh, the, 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 the plot line takes you back to medieval times. Uh, okay. I play Merlin. There's a time warp that opens in the vortex. Of course there is. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what And the sharks, as they go through the vortex, they end up crossbreeding in this vortex with dragons. And so you have shark dragon tornadoes back then. Okay. Wow. Shark dragon nados. And I play Merlin performing actual science that everyone thinks is magic. Because nice. you, because you're still a scientist. Because I'm a scientist, right. and that was I was true to my right. my roots. Now you do that. realize that you can say no to these projects. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mom. <laughs> we got to bring this segment to a close. Well, that was a great question. Yeah, had great fun question. with that one. Yeah. When we come back, more on Star Talk, where we're talking about the science of pop fiction. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you, like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the US on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx ground is faster to more locations than UPS ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Whether you're a family vacation traveler, business tripper, or long weekend adventurer, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. And that's good, because there are a lot of me's. Choice Hotels has over 7,400 locations and 22 brands, including Comfort Hotels, Radisson Hotels, and Cambria Hotels. Get the best value for your money when you book with Choice Hotels. Cambria Hotels feature locally inspired hotel bars with specialty cocktails and downtown locations in the center of it all. Hey, that's me. Radisson Hotels have flexible workspaces to get the most of your business travel and on-site restaurants. That's me too. 
And at Comfort Hotels, you'll enjoy free hot breakfast with fresh waffles, great pools for the entire family, and spacious rooms. Hey, that's me too. I guess I'm just going to have to stay at all of them. Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. Book direct at choicehotels.com, where travel comes true. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Bringing space and science down to earth. You're listening to Star Talk. We're back on Star Talk Cosmic Queries, the science of pop fiction. And we have decided, with the help of Charles Liu, my friend and colleague, and resident geek in chief, <laughs> that. Uh, these are things you might watch while eating popcorn. Mm-hmm. Pop fiction. Pop. Made in your science oven. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I think popcorn is one of the most extraordinary foods ever. Right. How many things do you say, gee, I want to turn that inside out. Right. And then, and then eat, eat it. And then eat it. Just every cow I see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that's just me. <laughs> no, are you, okay. All right, technically you're kind of doing that. But just... If you look at a, cor- a kernel in one instant, and then the next instant, it's completely inside it's, out. Yeah. And if you didn't tell someone what had just happened, they would think it's two completely different foods. And we'll see, and that is, that you're absolutely That's right. That's my only point. There's nobody who could look at a kernel and then look at a popcorn, right. like, flourished, right. and say, oh, those are that came from that. And it was specifically designed by nature to be absorbent of butter. <laughs> <laughs> okay? So it's the perfect food. It is. A- and almost no calories. Right. Oh, yes, yeah, all air. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. you, you got to load up the butter calories. Otherwise, yeah. you know, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you? Yeah, I tried eating air pop- popcorn without butter. It's like, what am I doing? Why I kind of like it. No, no. The question is, does lying. it taco? You know? Does it what? what? Oh, does it taco? This? Yes, this is the 21st Young Generation thing. It, it, can you put this particular food into a taco shell and eat it? Oh. Does it actually taco taste as good? a verb? So does yeah. it taco? Right. Does, does it, it taco? taco? Yes. Does right. popcorn? Oh, taco. taco. Well, popcorn uh, definitely taco. Popcorn fit in anything, especially if you put a sauce on it. Do you know what else? Uh, styrofoam also tacos. Okay. Pop- popping. Now, how somebody knows that? I, I don't even want to know. <laughs> don't we want to ask? Don't even ask? Yeah, yeah. Don't even get how it. Do don't go the, there. How do you know the styrofoam <laughs> tacos? The, the, the edible kind, not not oh, the, oh, you mean, not the polystyrene. You mean the 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 starch. Yeah, popcorns. the starch-based yes. popcorns oh. that like don't kill you if you eat them, right? Okay, but right. they're not really. Plus, you can put to, them in the toilet and they just dissolve. Right, they're designed yeah. to disintegrate. Right, do they taco? And turns out they do. Yeah, How about that. The nice. same is true with popcorn. Is you dissolving guys... the same thing as disintegrate? I don't think so. They just dissolve in water. But does d- dissolution is a form of disintegration? I'll give it to you. There you go. Okay. Okay. Nicely done, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, these guys make even eating a taco. <laughs> <laughs> that much more exciting. It is to the joy to. of the geekiverse. Wait, 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 really but Chuck, is. how would you know in advance if you're a three-year-old whether you're eating the polystyrene looking cor- looking corn or yeah. the starch 
looking corn. Um, you, I you have would, the answer to that. When you don't end up in the hospital, <laughs> they ate the, you good ate stuff. the right one. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Chuck. Biodegrades, yeah, as opposed Thank to you, the Chuck. stuff that doesn't. <clears throat> All right, give us another question. All right, here we go. Let's get back to our queries that come from all over the internet. This is uh, Bella Marani. Bella Marani says, hey, this Chuck. Is Bella? Uh, it's actually all, it's, it's Oh, Bella Marani. One Bella one Marani one. is from, uh, yeah, Bella Mariani. Oh, Mariani. Bella Mariani. Because Bella Morani is like a uh, beautiful moron. moron. Right. <laughs> okay. right. right. However, uh, Morani is Swahili for warrior as well, so. Oh, but but me. not with the bellow on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you All have? All right, here we go. Uh, hey, Chuck, will it one day be possible for entire societies to disguise themselves in plain sight as Wakanda did in the Marvel Universe? How close are we to developing invisibility technology? So let's get the, the top presentations of that. So you have yeah. the cloaking device on Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. And also one of the James Bond movies with Daniel Craig. Right. I forgot which one it was called, mm -hmm. but it has something called adaptive camouflage. Yeah. So you could park it and whatever it was in front of, mm -hmm. it would bring that pattern to the car and you'd walk by it and you just thought you were looking at a normal scene. Right. So there's that. There was also cloaking in Chicken Little. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Is my cinematic repertoire too large for you? Uh, probably so. <laughs> okay. Anytime you're referencing okay. chicken lips, the sky is falling. Was it's not falling. a real sky. There were hexagonal tiles mm -hmm. that the aliens had put over the Earth, ah. and the tile is an exact image of what is behind it. Right. And when a tile fell down, it fell to the ground, and Chicken Little looked at it, and touched it, and it immediately became the floorboards. Right. And he put it on the table, it became the table. And nice. so there's five minutes of this movie doing experiments with the hexagonal tile. Sweet. Love it. So basically it's cloaking by not becoming invisible, but by becoming what is behind camouflaged. it. Camouflage. Camouflage. Perfect yeah. camouflage. Perfect so that's camouflage. one kind of invisibility. Sure. And then you have... Uh, what else? That's unnoticeable. Don't forget uh, uh, unnoticeability. Unnoticeable. To, right. That's good. That's so a, Harry Potter. Charles has Harry invented Potter, the words the, today. Oh, the, the covering. I can't take credit for that. Okay, that so the cloak. The, yeah. the cloak in Harry Potter. The cloak in Harry Potter. You have the Invisible Woman, uh, Fantastic Four character, okay. uh -huh. right? Who right. can turn invisible? She can turn invisible, right? As as well as the uh, the uh, well, there's the Invisible the Incredibles. Man. Uh, well, the, the original Invisible Man. The original right. Invisible and the original Invisible Man. So what gets me is. Just because he's invisible shouldn't automatically mean he can walk through walls. No. Why should he it never mean that walls. at all? Who, what do you mean? Yes, of course he did. H.G. Wells, Invisible Man, didn't walk through no, walls. No, no, the movie. He had to walk no, no, I'm talking about the, house, the guy the who was wrapped in a thing and they unwrapped it and he was invisible. Yeah, he couldn't walk through walls. He couldn't walk through walls? No. You sure? Not the original I'm Invisible too young Man. for this conversation. <laughs> no, no, no. His problem was also he had to... Oh, no, I know. I'm confusing. I'm confusing with ghosts okay. who go oh, through walls. yeah. Well, now, why the is movie it the... Ghost, yeah. The why can you walk through walls but not fall into the basement? Right. <laughs> they they always leave that out. Right. Right? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Why is the floor holding you up but you can but walk, but through you walk through walls? Interesting. It doesn't point. make any sense. Yeah. Okay, so who else do we have? Invisible, Invisible Woman. Invisible Woman. Mm -hmm. yeah. We got the Harry Potter thing. We yeah. got uh, Star Trek, as you already said. Cloaking devices. And then you have the entire city being cloaked, right? Yes. Yeah, so can we, can we cloak yeah. an entire city? The, the well, answer, in Wakanda, yeah, they, yeah. they well, did that. Um, the answer at the moment is no. <laughs> I'm guessing. <laughs> guessing let, let, we can't do a city. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm betting. Going let, out on a Chuck, limb. Let's bet yeah. on that one. Yeah, we're okay. going to go out on a limb here. <laughs> can't right. do a city. Chuck, can we cloak a whole city? <laughs> 
no, 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 no. At the moment, the answer is that we can seem to be able to bend light around objects in such a way that the object would not be visible to someone looking at it because all they'd see is the background. And you don't even know the light is bending. That's you right. just see the direction the light comes from at the last point of contact. That's right. That's right. So right. the light can do a full... 360. Full 360, yeah. 180, doesn't yeah, matter. Right. And you look at if all the right. light coherently comes around the object, right. again, you've rendered it... Um, right. Invisible. That is, at this moment, only doable in the laboratory under very extreme conditions and, and sort of at the subatomic level. Basically. Okay. However, so. Charles. But I thought wait, 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 were, it, I thought the, I thought DARPA was working on a cloak like that's that. That's the kind is, of thing is that it? Is I that I what? Refer. Okay. I'm not authorized to speak any further on. That. Uh, <laughs> so, but, but Charles, here's a problem. Speak any further on the that. city is sitting on the ground. Yes. You can't bring light from behind the city around it. Right. So it. So that. Technology wouldn't work to hide a city. Right. It would only hide objects in front of other things. Well, in this case, in Wakanda, they had, it right. was a dome that covered right. the city as well. Right. There was some kind of like force dome mm -hmm. that then cloaked the city. Right. The dome in that case was really just almost a mirror. In a sense, it projected upon itself fake oh. pastoral images okay. of goat herders. Okay, and so it didn't disappear. It's, like just a, it's just a it's projection just, screen. It's just a right. projection screen, and then you had to get through it, and then you saw all the marvelous technology gotcha. and so on. Gotcha. Right. Cool. So that that we can do. We're that already we projecting do. movies onto skyscrapers, aren't we? You know, what got me about are. Wakanda. How is it that down in the town, this with all this technology and all this and all this stuff, mm -hmm. they're still selling woven baskets? <laughs> In the street. What's, I, what's up with that? I and, believe it's very simple. What? Because they realize they essentially have infinite wealth mm -hmm. and infinite technology. Yeah. What makes them happy? It's not the toys. Baskets. It's <laughs> baskets. <laughs> baskets. <laughs> I totally baskets. get that. I <laughs> would much rather, like, make a basket and Look enjoy at the that basket. On this basket. Then, like, you know, point my finger and I have this sort of virtual basket made of vibranium that's going to, you know, bring I, I want a basket made of vibranium. Yeah. That's what well, I want. I would appreciate that, too, if it were artistic and beautiful. Now, I, I'm going to tell you the truth. I, I want a bowl. I, I want an actual bowl. I don't want a basket. <laughs> <laughs> but baskets are beautiful. Yeah, but baskets th that's are That's the beautiful. point. I think, I think that's a, it shows a very interesting utopia. Right? Actually, in, where, the, in where, the song... Mm -hmm. There's a hole in the bucket. Dear Liza. Dear Liza. Mm -hmm. well, the solution to that is to repair it with straw. That's right. Right. Okay. And I'm thinking, why would straw hold water? <laughs> I was just thinking that when I heard that song. If it's woven tightly enough. That's right. Yeah. You think so? There yeah. are many waterproof straw things that the people before using metal. I was just thinking, use. is there any other way you can plug this hole? Right. Weld. I'm thinking technology, science. And no, let's get straw. <laughs> Okay. Because the straw's right there. I guess so. Because if you got to do the wood, you got to hammer it down or you got to weld the pen. Okay. I just thought they would have a more that permanent solution than just straw. Right. And there's a hole in the all, bucket, dear Liza, dear Liza. All Georgie wanted was to carry a little water from here to there. <laughs> Why, like, bring out vibranium for that? And then they said, how will I cut the straw? And they say, with an axe? No, no, That's with a knife. Either. Yeah. Why do you have to, you know? Yeah. I think that the original song has axe. An axe. Yeah. Whoa. A little overkill for straw, I think. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The whole song didn't make sense. I stopped listening to it. Okay, <laughs> what were you saying, Chuck? The last bit on invisibility. Then yeah. we'll go to the next question. Last bit is that I think that when we think about invisibility, we want to be able to take it with us. The motion 
of being invisible is more important than just being able to render something not visible from any in, in a static plot. In a static right. plot. Yeah. So, and, and this is the the value that Harry Potter had. That's right. Right. And, and you right. go wherever the, the cloaking, yeah. the cloak is. And so that's really the most important thing right now. The mm -hmm. technology is not just to make something not visible, but to make something not visible as it moves around to everybody yeah. from every point. And from every and, and in fact, the lab experiments you're describing, it is only invisible from one, one direction, one exact direction. Correct. Right. Because the optics only conspire for that point of view, mm -hmm. okay. not from the side. Yeah. That's nice. where we start. Yeah. Okay. We'll start there. All right. There you go. Oh, have by it. the way, one other thing. Go ahead. Militaristically, invisibility just means you're not reflecting a radar signal back. Right. Which we already source, have that. It's called stealth technology. Called stealth. Mm -hmm. So that is a kind of invisibility that accomplishes what the, the Star Trek stealth things were doing. Right. In, but in a militaristic sense. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very cool. All right. All right, here we go. Another DARPA project, that was, by the way. Stealth was a DARPA? DARPA? I think so. Nice. Yeah, we can verify that. We got top crack researchers here. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Defense Advanced Research Project Agency. Are there any other technologies? And it was Lock Lockheed that it, did uh, that. I, I, I don't, I, yeah. yeah, I do know it was Lockheed. Mm -hmm. But are there any other technological applications for stealth technology? Uh, that's redundant. But are there any other applications for stealth technology outside of absorbing radar that that might that we might find in life well sure well it's not just absorbing radar absorb all elect electromagnetic right. rays yeah. so whatever might be your anything you're shooting at it shooting it, at it, right right and also the but not all of it because some of it is, has to do with the shape of the plane too everything has causes, to do with the shape yeah that causes it to, the, the, the to material, flow over it's the material the shape right um the the b2 bomber which looks like a bat, you know bat plane right um the shape is because when the radar signal does reflect, it doesn't reflect back to the direction okay. it was sent from. So it doesn't reflect, it deflects. It deflects. It right. deflects. And there are multiple reflections within the physical body. You don't want any of them going back to where it's going. They right. now have stealth Navy ships. <gasps> and you look at their shape, it's like, oh, that's a funky kind of yeah, shape. Yeah, I've seen them. Right. Yeah, they're very cool looking. Yeah, and the, and the masts have certain shapes. Right. So just to minimize and reduce the radar cross-section of yeah. it. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it's, it's just like, oh, it's a... It's a it's a lost whale, and it's just like, why is that lost whale shooting a torpedo at us? <laughs> cool. Yeah. All right, next. All right, here we go. This is um, Yusol Lopez. Uh, What's the first name? Yusol. Yusol. Okay. Uh, yeah. Or mm -hmm. or Yusol. Okay. Usol well, I mean, was the it, name of the is character. Is it Jesse or Jussie? Mm -hmm. uh, Usol was the name of the character. Usol the character in the in Dune. By Frank Herbert. It was the nickname given by the Fremen to Paul Atreides. Damn. Usul. Damn, you were too good, Chuck. Damn. I'm telling you, Damn. man. Uh, we are unworthy. Yes. We are unworthy. I, I saw the movie. The book was too thick for me to read. Yeah. Oh. And yeah, I saw the movie really? in the 80s. I was, yeah. I saw the movie first. I got to tell you, I didn't read the book, and the movie was too damn long. So. <laughs> the movie should have been longer. What, what I like was they have their language translator, mm -hmm. where they it's this thing you put in front and you speak and yeah. out the other side. Yeah. Right. But now our iPhones do that. So I know. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. wild. Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. This is what uh, Yusel or Yusel Lopez says. Uh, this is specifically for you, Neil, but I'd like to know what Chuck thinks about uh, <laughs> okay. the answer should be. Uh, so a couple episodes back, there was a reference to the bat signal, and a guest jokingly mentioned that Neil should have a Neil signal. I'm curious, <laughs> Dr. Tyson, what would your Neil signal in the night sky be? Oh, that'd be, Ooh. that's easy. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, we already have one of these. There's a uh, there's a <clears throat> web page on Amazon that sells 
sanctioned T-shirts right. that are designed by fans, but inspired by my work or my words or my image. Okay. But it's all sanctioned, and the fans get a fee and everything. Everybody's happy. And one of them is just simply a silhouette of my hairline. Right. And a mustache. <laughs> that's it. That's the Neil signal. And I, and that's that's kind of me. Right, right. This, I got this sort of widow's peak. You got a thing. Right. You, right. very Eddie Munster. Your hairline. No, but, but Eddie Munster came to a point. Right. Mine is no, just, yours it, is natural though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so it's a, um, and I think when I see that, I think of myself abstracted. So then you you want a simple iconography for right. the bat signal. So the Neil signal, in case you get stuck in an argument with a flat earther and you need help, <laughs> you just send up the hairline and the mustache. <laughs> and the mustache. <laughs> and, 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 Dr. and Dr. Tyson will not show up to your house, so, <laughs> but he'll solve the argument for you. Yeah, Duh, you That's go. cool, man. Yeah. All right, Chuck, what would you think it would be? I think it would be a ball in a box. The iconic structure of the Hayden Planetarium and oh, the Rose, Rose Center, Center for, for Earth and Space. Ooh. See, How your silhouette ball. is great, but it's a little too detailed. No, what a little bit should... of a little bit of clouds, and you look like Bozo the Clown. Yeah, you're right. So you <clears> have right. to have basic shapes that are immediately recognizable. And when we and look, if we do that, uh -huh. so it's the, it's the because the Rose Center for Earth and Space is a glass cube yep. and a ball, ball inside, inside containing the Hayden Planetarium. Correct. Yeah. That iconography would mean. If I'm not available, we get some of our other staff. There you go. Tremendous. It's just that you need an astrophysicist to help settle your argument. Now it doesn't you, have to be me. I don't have unique knowledge see, in this world. Now, now I'm going back to the hairline and the mustache. <laughs> what? What? Because you know somebody's just like, let's call Neil, and they put up the ball in the box, right? And all of a sudden, like you know, just some intern shows up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, hey guys! Hey guys! Hey guys! What do you need? No. <laughs> but we got badass interns. Let me just say. No, you do. Okay. This is true. All right. Nah. All right, but I like the ball in the box. Yeah. Very, very, very thoughtful. All right. All right, Chuck, what's the next question? Okay, here we go. Um, this is Daniel J. Lay. And he says, this is for Chuck and Neil. What superpower would you like to have that could be theoretically enabled by gene editing? Ooh. Ooh. Good one. Very X-Men. I mean, very uh, X-Men. Yes. On that one. I have an answer, Chuck. Do you have an answer? I do. We don't have time to give it. Oh, <laughs> we got to go to break. <laughs> All right, we'll go to break. We'll take, take a break. And when we come back, Chuck and I will argue about what genes we will edit to try to get some kind of superhero uh, uh, superpowers. Go ahead and start talking. <laughs> This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Hey, a special shout out to our Patreon patrons who make the trip through the cosmos possible for Star Talk. This week, we want to say thanks to Samir Cope, Jesus Rodriguez, and Ronald Warmerdam. If I said any of those names wrong, then you need to give me some phonetic spelling. Thanks again, guys. This is Star Talk. Tyson here, Chuck Liu there. 
Chuck Nice there. <laughs> Charles Lou Chuck Nice. Chuck Lou Charles. Knight. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're, you tweet, don't you? Occasionally at Chuck Lou at C A C. He does use Chuck L I U. Yeah, Chuck, Chuck Lou L I U. Yeah, it's just because Charles Lou is already taken. So oh, that's too bad. Well, no, it's actually better. It reminds me of my college roots. Okay, yeah. all right. And and you are at Chuck Nice Comic. Chuck Nice Comic. That's my name and what I do. You actually have to tell people you're a comic. Well, you know, I'm that not that good at it. That means your tweets were not good. I'm not that good at it. Just, just in case you forgot. <laughs> it's like, what yeah. is this tweet? It oh, he's a comedian. Right. Oh, by the way, it was originally Chuck Nice Black comic, but I figured, okay, one of them is, they'll figure it out. He also has another tweet. Uh, he also has another Twitter handle that he doesn't publicize so much. It's at Chuck Nice Go Go Dancing. Is that right? Uh, no, that's not right. Okay. <laughs> sorry. No, I thought I saw that. That was you. That oh. was just for you. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right, so read this question again. Okay, we, we left so off. right before we went to the break, uh, Daniel J. Lay asked a great question for Neil and Charles. What superpower would you like to have that could be theoretically enabled by gene editing? Okay. Ooh. Chuck, you go first. Charles, you go okay. first. I would say, and I know this might seem a little goofy, but with gene editing, the best thing that I could hope for for myself is that my genes make it so that I will stay as mentally and physically in perfect health as long as I want. It's not a superpower. It is. Immortality. But it's healthy immortality. And Superpower so is somebody's in distress and you go help them. Yes. Yeah. If I am and he's immortal, like this. I'm going to stand here and watch you. <laughs> watch you die <laughs> while, I live, while I live forever. <laughs> no. if, Charles. If I, if I am immortal, then I will have the opportunity to learn all the medical technology, all of the information over the centuries and the millennia, and that way I will be able to help people not by being some crazy guy wait, wait, in a costume. Medical but, knowledge over the centuries includes like bloodletting yes. and this sort of thing. Well, and it depends on whether that bloodletting is worth keeping or not. Okay. Right? But for example, nowadays, a strong, not strong, these days, medical people actually use leeches yeah, to no. help get rid of hematomas. Get rid of bad like blood. That. That's right. right. Uh -huh. So. I excuse just, me, hematoma. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> I want to. I want to make it so that I have great value to society without my having to stand out as some sort of a, a, a beacon or a flag post. Okay. Does that make sense? So I think no, that is but, a. Right. I think it's a tremendous. Okay, superhero. Charles. No one is making a movie about that. <laughs> Maybe not. Oh well, there was the fountain. It's the man who there was reads. The fountain. fountain of youth. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that was the one that Darren Aronofsky put together, yeah. starring uh, Hugh Ackman. And Rachel Weisz. Huge Ackman. Yeah. That's the brother of Huge Ackman? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, All right, Niels, what was yours be? So Charles so is going to live forever. I've thought about this, actually. And if gene editing is what is allowed, because the X-Men stuff is, is extreme. Yeah. You're not going to edit your well, genes and, and spit fire. That's right. not going to happen. But what you're allowed to do is you can ask the animal kingdom, what are the things that are exhibited in all the animals of the world because we all have DNA in common. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna say, give me some of that. Okay. Animal man. So what I would do is I'd say, give me genes that a snake has where I can open my mouth five times bigger than my head. So I can <laughs> finally eat <laughs> so the sandwich at the deli. <laughs> Pastrami sandwich at the deli. Okay, but that's not a superpower. That's just, that I wanna throw that in there. Just okay. for that, okay. Right. okay. Um, snakes can detect in, in infrared. infrared. Okay. okay. Insects can see deeply in the ultraviolet. Right. Which is why bug zappers work, because they're ultraviolet. And they mm -hmm. said, I got to go to the ultraviolet. And then they die. 
So I want to be able to see infrared, <laughs> see ultraviolet. Also, I want to be able to gene edit other people so that I can help regenerate the limbs of veterans who lost limbs defending this country. Cool. And newts can regenerate can, limbs. Right, exactly. Humans can't. It is in the genome of the tree of life to regenerate limbs. And so I want to be able to have that to then impart that in fellow humans. And so that everybody gets their limbs back. That's it. For me, that's... I, uh, it's not a superpower, but it's a power that I think would be greatly valued. Being able to regenerate Plus, limbs. thats I mean, that's a pretty good no, power. Yeah, right. It's yeah. a great power. And, right. and again, no one's going to make a movie out of that, but people <laughs> will take a look <laughs> and... What? You, you explained well, that I, my, no one make a movie out of my power. It's true. But notice that the two of us were thinking about powers that, like... Don't like, humanity. Yeah, don't like turn us into like these these mm -hmm. godlike creatures, right? right? That that do stuff to people, but rather that allow us to be part of the society that matters. Because that's sort of, in a sense, that's kind of what what the impulse of science is. I don't know. Did you? Yes, I agree. I mean, that's that's what we're thinking about. Right. 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 And and right. I, if there's a way to think about superpowers, maybe that's the best way to do it, where we can create the powers. You know, we we have these folks going out and fighting cosmic uh, villains or anything like that. But why not take some of that wonderful technology and heal people? Like in Black mm -hmm. Panther, for example, when um, the Black Panther's sister saves the life of that mm -hmm. gentleman that was working with them. You know, their super technology was being used for good and and used for a societal benefit. That's mm -hmm. the kind of thing we. Well, do. I'm going with super strength and sprouting wings like a beetle, so that I don't have wings all the time because you know that probably get on my nerves when I'm trying to sleep. Oh, so you want wings that tuck in under an tuck exoskeleton? In under an exoskeleton, <laughs> pop out when I want to fly, and then super strength. And by the way, I'm not helping anybody. I'm going on a life of crime. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you'd be a super villain. I'd be a super villain wow. without a doubt. And then you guys could figure out a way to stop me. You would be yeah. like called Kafka Man. Kafka man? Yeah. No, that was a, that was a cockroach, not a beetle. You don't think so? What? In, in, in Kafka, Kafka, that was a cockroach. Oh my gosh! Well, that wasn't a that's beetle. That's your interpretation. Excuse me, that was a cockroach, wasn't it? The I don't know Kafka. Man. I thought I read that. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't read the story. It's a short story. No, I didn't by read Franz Kafka. Yeah. No, I don't think. No, Everybody don't read that story. No, I don't believe I have. I thought you were an educated man. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, Chuck how can I fight? I'm trying to fight you, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not supposed to agree with that. <laughs> it, it's an abstract commentary on the dehumanization of, of man. Okay, I'm going to read it tonight. Metamorphosis. The metamorphosis. Definitely read it. It's short. It's a short story. I'm sure. Yeah. But yeah. you read it in like ninth grade, Chuck. right? Okay. okay, I probably read it and don't even know that I read it, to <laughs> okay. be honest. Okay, well, there right. you have it. Mm -hmm. All right, listen, that was interesting. That was interesting. All right. Oh, wait. So a guy goes to bed and he wakes up as a cockroach. And, and his as thoughts... Don't make me. <laughs> uh, as his, and he has thoughts about what that means. And it's oh, okay. just kind of a, it's and, a meditation. And the reaction on, right. of his family members to him. Yeah, it's also a meditation on, on a... On a thing, on right. on right, on it's an existential story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That that, exactly. that, that, that questions, what is your mm -hmm. life? I get it. All right, here we go. Um, let's go to Vaughn Murray. Uh, actually, um, he is a Patreon patron. Oh, okay, mm -hmm. okay. Um, Sorry that it took this long to get to your question. Oh, 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 okay. oh, oh that wasn't right. <laughs> All right, Vaughn, here you go. This is what he says, dear Star Talk experts. 
and Chuck. <laughs> that's cold. That was cold. Oh, oh that was cold, cold, man. Why you gotta do that, bro? That's cold. Yeah, why you go there like why that? Why you gotta do go oh, there? Yeah. Damn, treat me like I'm cop command. <laughs> All right, here we go. My friend and I got into a space discussion about future starship design. Mm-hmm. Sci-fi franchises like to make use of the simulated gravity on starships and space stations mm-hmm. by way of centrifugal force or mm-hmm. centrifugal rotating force, section. which is a rotation mm-hmm. section, uh, in, a, in, in a habitat section. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all know what they are, okay? Uh, um, uh, as early as earliest evidence in, what was it, 2001 A Space Odyssey, yeah. right? Okay. Would it be realistic to use this idea for long-term space travel? So, yep. 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 Okay. Next question. And next question. <laughs> Vaughn, there's your is, answer. But point is, the point is, it there's works. all this research on the medical effects of zero-G, mm-hmm. none of which would be necessary if our long-term spaceships had rotating, rotating habitats. Right. And you don't have to be in there 100% of the time, but you right. go in there to get your sea legs back, mm-hmm. you know, and you lift weights, right. you do whatever. And, and your bone density stays bone the density same. Stays Everything because you're... So now on. how fast would it have to spend to uh, to give you 1G? It depends which on the radius. where we are. It depends on the radius. So the radius Entirely. of Entirely. The... So you'd have to... So the smaller the radius, the faster, the faster it has to spend. Correct. Right. And the so larger you, the radius, the so slower it can go. So you want to make it as big as, as possible. As big as possible. Right. And remember, in space, since there's no air resistance... Wait, why do you have to make it as big as possible? Who cares? Oh. It doesn't matter. Oh, if it's small, then your in- inner ear has issues with oh, rotation. If it's small, if if you are large relative to the size of right. the thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying if it's still big relative to you, yeah. right. then the size the doesn't, size matter. doesn't right. matter. doesn't but matter. But it's got to right. get to that size. But I'm sure there's a particular size that's going to give you the one G, right? No, for, no. For your any, size. Any size. In fact, do this, right? Go ahead. Take a bucket of water and swing it fast enough over your head so right. that it doesn't fall it, out. It, that's one, one that's, G. That's no, no, one, it could be zero G. It could be... It could be weight right. up there. It doesn't right. have to be one G. That's right. Mm-hmm. So I take that back. Right. No. Sorry. Bad bad okay. example. No, 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 you're right. But but I'm just saying because that's what happens on a roller coaster when you go. The, yeah, yeah. You go. You're, you're, you're weightless you're at the weightless top. Weightless at the top. Right. right. The relevant formula is that eccentripetal. Oh no! Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. This would work. This would work. It's v squared over. No, 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 no. Watch. This would work because uh-huh. if it is zero G at the top and it's not falling out, right? That would be one G if I were in zero G. Sure. Uh, you lost no, me. No. I'm sorry. No, no. But, so the force up is now counteracting the force, force down because we're doing this experiment in one g, right? When, so the cancellation. It, so it that cancels, is that's, one g. That's where zero that's g, g is the thing. But in space, it would be one, one g. Space. Okay. Right. So the, the point is, it's not hard to figure out the speed. Right. By the way, you wouldn't even need one g. You can do eight point eight g. You right. can get ready for the next planet you visit. Mars is point. 38 percent of yeah, our so gravity. Can, you can change the rotation to get accustomed to being on Mars. It could oh. be a very fun, interesting yeah. exercise. Right. It, the okay. equation is that centripetal acceleration equals velocity squared divided by the radius of rotation. Okay. So all you do is measure how far, how far it is, and how fast you have to spin. It. And by the way, I did the calculation for the rotating section in two thousand and one. Ah. Okay. Okay. And they rotated that. Three times too fast. Really? Yes. So people were really bulking up? No, 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 no. So, so it was a heavy gravity was a space station. <laughs> They're getting ready to get to Jupiter. <laughs> no, no, here's, here's the thing. Okay, they surely knew what speed it would have to be to be 1G. Right. It was already rotating slowly. Right. So it was bo- it was too boring for the it's camera. Too boring for That's the camera. That's really what it is. It's too you boring for the camera. You want it to be stately but still doing right. something. So this rate. 
where they match the rotation of the shuttle right. to go into the station. That's 3G. Right. And I said to myself, if you slow this down by a factor of three, you're not uh, doing whatever, anything. Whatever three, whatever the number is, you, you're you, you got a terrible bore, boring it's a, shot. It's a slow boring movie. Right. So I gave it to him. Yeah. Okay. Gave it to him. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, I just thought that they were trying to get some extra no. <laughs> resistance work in, you know, while they were heading to the moon. Oh, that's cool. All right. Okay. Next question. All right. That was a, actually a really cool question. Mm -hmm. All right. Even though. All right. Here we go. Ooh, Greg Vaughn. We went from Vaughn Murray to Greg Vaughn wow. uh, coming to us from Instagram. This. Oh, wait, wait. One other thing. Go ahead. Sorry. Before we get back Sorry. We get to the G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you don't have rotating sections, then you need to invent something that shuts off gravity. Right. And we know of no such thing. Okay. okay. We're not even close to knowing so, such a so thing. When they, so in, in any sci-fi film where they go, uh, enact artificial gravity, it's just, in, in other words, they're saying, enact the BS. <laughs> <laughs> Turn on the BS so that we don't float, so that we don't float around. Now, I don't mean to boast. Captain, the BS is not working. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mean to boast. Go ahead. But I had a cameo in Ice Age 5. All right. <laughs> Wait, in, in Ice Age 5. That is definitely not a boast, the sir. Scrat, or whatever, that, that little, that little, uh, that little uh, uh, squirrel looking thing. Squirrel chipmunky thing. Right. He's on a ship. There's a scene, it's like a throwaway scene. It's not rel relevant to what's going on down on Earth. But he accidentally hits the gravity changer uh -huh. knob. Because right. he's just accidentally doing stuff. Right. And there's like a scene where it's like 20G. And he's flat on the ground. And he can't. he's lifting up his top jaw and he can't. I mean, they're very creative about how it would be in the high, in, as he changed the Gs. Oh, but right. anyhow, I just want to say. I love that. That's funny. Yeah. That's great. So guys, we've got only one minute left. Ooh. Chuck, you got a fast one. Okay, go. a fast one. Greg Vaughn uh, wants to know this. Is there a real quantum realm? Oh, that's a reference to Ant-Man. Yes, it is. Okay, yes, okay. it is. Can you shrink down so, so far, far that you have a whole new universe which like doesn't follow the laws of anything and get trapped in there for decades and things like well, that? Well, there is a quantum realm. The question is, can you function as a normal person in a quantum right. realm? The answer is you can't, of course. <laughs> Why oh, you gotta be course. like that? No, no, no. Why can't. you gotta be like that? But the bottom line is, yes, there is such a thing as a quantum realm. There is we can actually do something in it, completely different story. Right. So the Tompkins and Wonderland series. Oh. Do you, did you know the Tompkins and Wonderland? No. Written by George Gamow. Oh. So George Gamow wrote a series, a famous physicist, okay. of mid-century, 20th century Helped physicist. Helped to figure out the theoretical underpinnings of the Big Bang Theory. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Uh, made the first prediction of the cosmic <laughs> microwave background. Mm -hmm. And he said it would be five degrees, and it turned out to be three degrees. The wow. idiot. <laughs> what the hell did he know? God. What a loser. <laughs> George is rolling in his grave. Oh, way, to, way to go, Neil. All right. Okay. That's... So, anyhow, the uh, so he had a series of stories where he changed the physical constants of nature mm. in those stories. Mm. So in one of them, the speed of light was 60 miles an hour. Wow. So then you are driving down the street, and then he describes how things change. That's cool. And another one, you can change Planck's constant. Oh. Nice. And so then as you the walk... The quantum realm The quantum changes. realm changes. So you walk through a door, and you diffract. Right. right. Walking through a door. All the things that happen to particles right. happen, happen to, to you. you. Wow. Yeah. Okay, Love that's it. cool. That's very cool. And so, but Ant-Man, I think it, they had to make up a bunch of stuff in order to, yeah. to let that story roll. Yeah. But I'm glad they used the word quantum. Yeah. That's all. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they almost use it right. Almost. They use it right <laughs> enough to get you to go see the movie. Exactly. It, it shows that they have some, some, some concept. Concern, right. some, some concern. Some concern for this. And 
um, more broadly, the Marvel Universe, as we know, many of those superheroes were once scientists. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah, uh, Dr. Banner. Right. Uh, even Spider-Man. He right. was in his science right. class. Well, they all, they all screw themselves up while they're doing an experiment that goes horribly <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying that sci science matters there in ways that it doesn't seem to matter in the DC universe. Okay. So ooh. Ooh, 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 blood drawn. Damn. All right, we got to wrap this up. Start <laughs> talk. Chuck, uh, Charles Liu, thanks. As My always, pleasure. for Thank being on so the show. Much. Chuck Nice. Always a pleasure. My man. You know it. I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson, your personal astrophysicist. We are signing off Star Talk. As always, I bid you to keep working. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.